1: Hi, I'm Gary Rowett, and you're listening to the
0: world-famous Acton Millwall. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to a Manic Monday recording with my Manic Monday colleagues, Michael Avery. Welcome to the show, Michael.
1: Good afternoon, dear listener. Yes, Manic Monday, as the Bengals would say. It's, uh, <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Rather
1: yeah. rather busy a uh, few hours at the den recently.
0: And also Manic Monday. Harry, how are you doing, H?
1: I'm fully relaxed. I'm
2: the calm before <laughs> the storm, shall we say? A ruffled Harry's
0: been swimming, listeners. You can't see it, but I can see it. He's been out to the swimming pool. Um, just before we start, chaps, I want to mention the No One Likes Us clothing food hub benefit t shirt. It's at www.noonelikesus.co.uk. There's a it's like a St. George's Cross black, I think mean, in various colours, black t shirt is their lead one got St. George's cross with no one likes us in the middle line on it. Uh, £15 and all the profits from that said t-shirt will benefit the Lions food up a fantastic cause that we back on this podcast and well done to no one likes us clothing for that initiative. Incidentally boys we've donated a total of £1,280 in the 21-22 season to the food. I think that's pretty good going don't you for a modest little podcast?
1: Pokey little podcast, around pokey there, see, yeah.
0: podcast that doesn't do video. <laughs> it's
1: yeah, not a bad. Harry, game. Harry sat in his bedroom. I'm, 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 sat in a in a room at work. You're, you're in a bucolic that's
0: looking right. office in your place of work.
1: Yeah, that's you're, you're right. You're right. Nick. Sorry, just to touch on, I think yeah, that, that's a great, um, great donation made by the pod and second leave by. No one likes clothing. I mean, from the conversations yeah. I've had with with Martin from No One Likes His Clothing when we do things with the supports club, an incredibly engaged. Um, gentleman who gets really involved with the fan base has always got the fan base um at the forefront of what he does and remember as well nick it's not just um the food hub that they donate to uh um, i believe recently yeah. there was a roy lana, roy lana also the
0: community trust as well as well yeah, so and community trust. Mm-hmm. um and i think there's a discount there might a, a supporters club discount michael from memory
1: yeah so you basically every time remember? you email yeah if you email the supporters club if you're if you're a member of the supporters club. Um, We'll then obviously dis, um, email you a discount code, but that's 10% off every item for the um, for the whole range or season. And then throughout the season, every month or not, I'll say every month, so far it's been every month, last couple of months. Um, um, No one likes clothing has emailed us over specific items with further discounts on those as well. So, yeah, really, really good, really good range. Good, good stuff. I've got a couple of bits and pieces from them. And yeah, very, very, very engaged uh, company. Good, good, to good to be working with them.
0: Their polo shirts are generally nice. I also want to stress to listeners, we ain't getting nothing out of this. This is this is all for the Food Hub. So, you know, that's why we're promoting it, because the Food Hub benefit. But I do genuinely like their polo shirts. They've got a nice 1970s style line on it, 1885. And they look, they look like good quality polo shirts. So fair play to no one likes us clothing.
2: Is this the bit where I do the Neil Fizzler? We're, we're the podcast that doesn't take any money off you. <laughs> I've, I've got you, Neil. <laughs>
0: Moving along, the new season that is upon us, dear listeners. We are now, it's Monday. Um, The season kicks off next Saturday, Mill versus Stoke City. Thank Christ, boys, the friendlies are over. I hate friendly football with a passion. Do you you like it, H?
2: the friendlies? I have not watched a minute of Millwall in (laughs) pre-season. I don't know if that sums it up.
0: That's ideal prep for a podcast. I'm I'm being being
2: honest. No, no, no. I've seen the results. I mean... Having anything to do with Ipswich in general pains me to my core. So you know, that, and let's let's be honest. The friendlies in terms of this year, and I'd be interested to understand like understand your um, opinions on this. The friendlies this year for me have been a disgrace, really, um, in terms of preparing us for for what is aimed to be a more from the way the squad's been built, in my opinion, a more attacking campaign. Um, I think we should have been playing more difficult opposition. I mean, we struggled enough against the opposition we had. But We had um, Watford drop out on us, didn't we? Michael, have you seen... not really, Watford, like... I know know what you're saying. Watford are a championship opposition. There's no... There's no... or I know it's. Very well, we're not difficult.
0: playing Barcelona. I mean, some, well, we're not playing so just...
2: anyone that's going to have. We're not. We're not playing anyone that's come to give us a runabout about tactical shape defensively. And we haven't really played anyone that's going to sit in and try and get a result off us. We've sort of league two teams are. You know they're doing their own thing. So are league one clubs. But I just feel like playing dark. Are we beyond playing Dartford now? Do you know? What I mean, if we're where we're aiming to go, it's just a bit yeah. shit, really.
0: Dartford, Colchester, Michael. I mean, if you, I, we, we should mention we drew one each of Ipswich on on Saturday. I, I, didn't see any of it. Can't comment. I did go to the Hammerby game midweek. Have you been to any recent uh, friendlies? You went to Dartford, of course, Michael. You did us a, a voice um, recording there, didn't you?
1: Yeah. So, in in the nicest way, I'm a bit similar to you guys in the sense that uh, pre-season friendlies don't really tickle any fancies for me, um, and even the ones, even, even though I've, I do tend to occasionally dip my go into European football and have a look what's going on on the continent. Um, when we played the sort of social dads and uh, Real Yorkers and these and um, VF, v, VFL Boucham a couple of years ago, Dorkum. with yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Abdul's testimony went to that, but no, they don't really get to me too excited. One thing I will say though, you said about the quality of competition. Yes, it was behind closed doors and probably a bit more controlled. The listener doesn't see me doing the sort of rabbit ears but we did put four past Palace. Um, we did.
0: Yeah, so, um, you know, a uh, surprisingly open game by the side of some of the others. I mean, I'm only going by the by the, the match report, listeners, and I make no apology actually because I don't I don't really do friendlies. But this was a one all draw in our final pre season friendly of the season. We took an early lead through Benik after some clever pressing, which we'll come back to this whole pressing business um, by George Honeyman, who I think is going to be a real hit this season. Um, but it sounds like Ipswich made made a bit of a comeback. They equalised in the second half, fortunately, apparently. But then they did have a plethora of late chances, according to Alex Jones, a plethora of late chances, and hitting the crossbar um, in the dying embers of the game, Harry. So I mean, it sounds like Ipswich took the game to us a little bit in the second half. Which um, I don't know. If, I, I never know whether I should be bothered by friendly results or not. I, I, I want to believe I'm not, but you can't help but be a little bit, you know. So it doesn't sound like a pulsating performance from the line, especially in that second half.
2: No, I, th- I think I think sometimes it's easier to play these friendlies away from home because um, there's less not pressure, but there's less kind of, you're the away side, you sort of come here, their fans might not be impressed, it'd be a small crowd, it's not it's not impressive. Like, Ipswich, Ipswich are going to be there or thereabouts this season in, in league, league One. One. Um, yeah. I mean, they've been in that league for their point of view for too long. They play football, that's what they've Signed this manager who was a Man United Academy uh, coach for. You know, the Palace result was the Palace result. Colchester, Dartford, the Haram, the Heart. I can't even say their team name. What's the. Hammerby. Hammerby, there we in go. The as well as well you, know, fun, you know, we've, we've played these sort of fixtures. Now, if we turn up and put performance in on Saturday, then they've been good friendlies. The, the, the Mill Bipolar in me says that if we turn up Saturday and play like a bunch of. A bunch of rubbish going to the uh, incinerator plant behind us. We're um, we'll be questioning what we've done all summer, even though we've spent a lot of Millwall money, or, or mm. I'd say, and look like realistically to me. If I if I'm sitting there, I was filled with optimism from the signings, and then I've seen the friendly results, and now I'm a little bit. Mm, maybe we do need for this.
0: Full house, I believe, Michael, um, Saturday. And and, and in fact, I'm just looking at an interview with Gary Rowett on uh, London News Online. Um, He says how the the friendly results um, uh, shouldn't, I think, just shouldn't be taken too seriously, but we're set up to play in front of a noisy den. Um, And I I must admit, I thought against Hammerby, which um, I was enticed there by the glamour of Aaron's press box invite. Um, so I did see that game, but it was you, it would have been a different game with a full house. As it was, it was just one stand being open. So I'm really hoping that what well, we we seem to be set up for a, um, a high energy midfield pressing um, performance, and that then should become responsive to that. I'm, I'm hoping that's what I'm hoping to see Saturday. How did you How did you see it?
1: So it's, it's interesting with pre season because. Like you were just down there, Harry, like how serious do you take it? How serious do you take the results? Um just quickly, I know obviously we're not their level, but you look at uh you look at Chelsea, they lost against Arsenal and mm. it was all over press conferences with uh Thomas Dushaw going into one. Everton lost to preseason friendly, everyone's calling for Lampard to be sacked after a preseason friendly tour of America. Mm-hmm. Um, Liverpool Liverpool lost to Man United in like wherever they played abroad and they're calling for their head there. So that's what I'm saying. I think when it, I know we're, we're a different kettle of fish, but, you know, we've, the, the results, as Barrett says, there have been positive. But I, I do feel, there's a bit of me, Nick, and I'm not trying to sort of um, taste our grapes a bit. This sort of goes back to the sort of pandemic um, games behind closed doors when it was so quiet. But for Barrett to come out and say, oh, basically, we're only going to play well with the, if the or the Grands fall, or we'll play better if the Grands 4, I think that's a little bit of a cop-out. Because like you said, if, if you go on a little bit of a bad run, the attendances go down, or it's those sort of midweek February fixtures where you get a few thousand less in the stadium. But you now automatically stand before the season starts. Don't expect us to get any points if we don't get 16,000 people in the stadium.
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I, I go running in circles. I mean, I mean Harry. I mean, I, I was there on, on on Wednesday, and Jake Cooper. I don't think Jake knows any other way other than to give a hundred percent. He went in for a header earlier on and got clattered, and so did the Swede. And they were down for some minutes whilst, um, you know, the concussion protocols and all that kind of thing. And then he, he got up and he was okay. But I must admit, I, I went through that kind of double loop where you you want to see a committed game, which is the very opposite of friendly football, uh, and you don't want to see your players getting injured. And so I'm I'm, I'm kind of silently um, cursing Jake for getting him to put himself in a position of risk. You're not going to see one where you. you you don't want to see your players giving 100% in a sense because you want them to give 100% versus Stoke, not against, um, you know, Hammerby in in a a midweek. Doesn't matter much kind of game. It's a strange um, double-edged sword in a way, isn't it?
2: It is. It is a strange double-edged sword. It's also, it it must be difficult as a manager to, to fit in. I mean, you know, you presumably tell everyone to go out there and it does matter because, Presumably, players are playing for form and therefore their place, or should be, everyone should have, you know, when you bring your players back, your squad of 30, 40, whatever it is, everyone on day one should start the same. It doesn't matter what you've done last season. You should be picking the best players on form and performances. Problem is, is we all know that's not how football works anymore. You know, um, mm. people have clauses in their contracts and uh, and so on that they must play. Whether that happens at Millwall, I don't know, but there, there are definite clubs that do that. I I think that touching on what Michael said, that's worrying. And I saw another uh, another little thing, I put it in the group earlier on, of Rarit already saying about well we're playing we're playing Swansea on Tuesday like, night then we've got Norwich on Friday. I I don't understand how they pick this like two away games. Now
0: you're you gonna get that this season though, because you've got this Yeah, you are, you are. Mm.
2: But that yeah. but this is the point, like it is this season. It's mm. a season we knew from six eight weeks ago it's up to you as the manager of the football club and millwall football club and the staff behind the scenes to plan their way through this season i know i know it's difficult and i just think that we needed we need to start fast for a very very for loads of reasons but this season of all seasons we need to start fast we spent a lot of millwall money millwall fans react to spending money in a weird sort of paradox that we actually Get pissed off if you waste money, like really, really pissed off because we know you can't spend money. So, if the players that we've brought in don't put shift in and the results don't go away, we'll instantaneously turn that positive spin of the summer into fucking. hell, what have we been doing? We should have given Wallace all the money in the world because that is literally the Millwall bipolar on a on a on a thing. <laughs> but it, but it's true. It's not me trying to. It's not me trying to go. Oh, um, I I I, I personally think that that squad is good enough to finish in the top 6 it is good enough to finish in the top 6 whether it does or not is a very different question well
0: that's going to depend on injuries and 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 the amount of depth we can bring to bear i mean um I mean, michael i mean from what i saw, i've only seen zian fleming play on wednesday night and it was he he was he was he was, he was okay I, mean, I think that's what i would say i mean i was sat next to ryan and he made the point that he didn't give the ball away which is very true that's probably you you're probably looking for the the killer pass the 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 spectacular with a 1.7 million pound millwall player because as harry's just said there we do um we we, we don't have much to spend in 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 a sense um i mean i think one of the stars of the season are going to going to be um Honeyman Honeyman because he's much more of a millwall style player I, my my worry with 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 zian is that he's a creative player and they they have good days and they have bad days. And where Jed Wallace now gone uh, and then gonna come back, listeners, but where he would be prepared to take a creative risk and listen to the um I don't know, but the criticisms from the from the terrorist it, it can be hard for a younger player finding his way through to take that same risk, um, try and pull the same move, and maybe it doesn't work, and then you get you get called all sorts. It's going to be. I think the early games will be will be important for us. Um, without, I'm not overdo it, but I think it's just going to be important for us to get on onto the ground running.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And the thing is, as well, it's like Harry was just saying, and I'll come on to that point in a second. Another reason why we need to start so well this season is because, as we know, in that sort of November December time, we're going to have that big four week break. Yes, um, we because, yeah. because of the World Cup, and not, and let's say, for example. I mean, I'm not sort of like wishing it on any footballer or any any club. But if you was to have a team who was challenging for the top six, let let's just say a West Brom, um, just picking a team out, out of the hat. If those get three four players injured in November, or important players, you know they would struggle for those months because they're missing three four key players. If they get three four players injured, then they've got a month. We've all got a month of football for them to recover, you know. And there's no yeah. points games, so yeah. you know another reason. Uh, but going back to it with Ian Fleming. Um, comment that you made there, Nick. I think, I think you're right. As as much as you can beg and plead for patience, that then we sort of know we, we we won't get too much of it. But all, you said about job, uh, Jed, Jed Wallace there, but another player comes to mind straight away. When when you was talking about him, he just literally came to the forefront of my of my thoughts. Was. Um, uh, Steve Morrison, when he first signed at Millwall, I mean, I always remember when he first started at Millwall, how incredibly slow he was with finding the back of the net, not scoring, missing it goals. Was, it was some down. months.
0: It was some months. It was yeah, the famous um, Staines Town away, wasn't it? it was, yeah. He, and he always,
1: I always remember Leighton Orient, or what we used to have at Staines Town, but I always remember Leighton Orient away. I think we lost that game 1-0. It was, a nil, and it, was, it was an awful game. Yeah. And driving home, um, listening to BBC London, it was literally Millwall fans... And get rid of him, he's no good, Steve Morrison. And then you've got Leighton Orient fans ringing up, going, We'll have him, because we obviously can see there's a player there and we'll give him some time. So, yes, we know that Millwall fans, patience wise, um, it can be slightly thin, but and it, without trying to sound too woke, as Neil Fizzler was saying the other day, woke fans. <laughs> you know, you 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 have got a you have got a player who's clearly got talent because you know those those Oh Dutch he's league, definitely got that.
0: He's definitely yeah, got that. He's, yeah. he's got
1: talent, but you've got to remember as well this isn't just signing for a new club as in Millwall Football Club or anything like that. This is a completely different culture of football of him altogether. He's not as far as I know, he's not played many games in England or had any spells in England. So,
0: uh, no, he's come through the Ajax.
1: Yeah,
0: the Ajax, the um, uh, uh, junior, young Ajax, yeah. I think they call it. Um. I,
2: I think I think the thing to remember, I'm not just putting it on, on Fleming because I think there's other players as well. The depth is an interesting thing. I think the squad as a whole is stronger than last season. The five substitutions may help us, may help us. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I think we've got a lot of... Different options. I think our wide options from the bench are outstanding. Mm. I think um Mason Bennett, Tyler Bury, Fleming. He looked
0: sharp Wednesday, Mason, uh, Harry, as you mentioned his name. I now, I, I,
2: I think the five subs suits are Mason Bennett because we know Mason gets injured if he plays more than 60 minutes. Mm. So, I, I think a fully fit Mason Bennett for 60 minutes, mod- coddled to stay fit. I'd rather have fifty-five minutes a week of Mason Bennett than have none, and I think five subs helps you do that. I think Tyler Bury has to be in the squad. I think this is a massively important season for. No, I agree, no,
0: agree. mills
2: youngsters. Um, yeah. up Another up, creative area as well. Absolutely carrying the weight of that. You know? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should be putting. I'll put more pressure on Fleming than I am on Tyler Bury, I'll be totally honest. I think I think that comes with a price tag. I also think that Tyler Bury's had less football at less professional football than than on Fleming regardless whether it's in Holland or or England. So I'd hold him to a higher standard. Um but that being said, Benfica staying and Bradshaw up front are between the two of them worth 20-30 goals a season. I think Bradshaw could get in the Wales squad with a good start to the season. I do believe that. I think they are light up front. And if he scores more goals than Kiefer Moore between now and the start of the season, because Kiefer Moore is not going to get goals in the Premier League. I don't care what anyone's telling me that that kind of striker doesn't do well. Look at Mitrovic last time they were in the Premier mm. League. Bradshaw should be fired up for the start of this season. And it is important that he gets us goals. Um, And at the back with the, with the, Creswell and, and Shackleton. I mean, I can't believe it. I'm saying this. It's 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 mad that the mill leeds link up has come in, in a in a strange. It's it's a loving it's, it's
0: like new Woodstock now, isn't it? Mill versus I mean leeds. Is, they're
2: weird on fucking anything posted about one of their players on loan. I mean it's like a loving caress to us. It's like we are the <laughs> you know, like the uh, Bermondsey has become the, the another can, like another little town in Yorkshire the way they're going on about it. but Both of those are
0: good quality players though, Michael. I mean, Cresswell and, and Shackleton, I mean, both will be finding their feet still. So I think we have to um, keep that in mind. But I, I was impressed with both on on um, from what we saw. Shackleton made, I think, a cameo appearance, whereas Cresswell was in it for longer. But they do look good quality. And they're both players that uh, we have them for the year, uh, but we wouldn't, in ordinary um, circumstances, have been able to afford them. So... I think as we said at the start, I think Harry said at the start, we've 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 got a good looking squad together. It's just it's for me, it's just whether we're gonna score the goal. I mean, we haven't mentioned Benny Kapi, um, who has been scored Saturday and has been amongst the goals in this pre-season. Um, it's whether it's maintaining that in the real thing that's gonna be the critical thing because I don't think we'll get many chances and what we do create are gonna to have to be taken. I think we'll be solid without being overly exciting up front unless we see Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com
1: people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
2: Sorry, Nick. I think there's two positions that, if we are going to get anything in this week, are vital to the success of our season. I think we need a right back um, because I'm not knocking Danny Mac. I think Danny Mac's great, but Danny Mac's one bad challenge on him or one bad challenge that don't come off. One overly excited challenge away from us playing Ryan Leonard at right back, and I don't right wing back even. So I I, I don't think that's a good position to be in. Um, That's no knock on Danny. I think and I think if we haven't given Danny the contract he wants, I think we need to get better at retaining players. You can't let players go for a free even if you're signing contracts to give value to the sale, to the sale of that player we all need to start to do that I'm touching on something that Ryan's mentioned before. And also we need a striker and we keep mentioning this Sims who I've never heard of before, but mm-hmm. apparently but it's like all strikers all mythical. Millwall signings online, suddenly people come out of the woodwork of hearing this person's good, even though I've never fucking heard of them. And oh, I'll be yeah. totally honest about that.
0: Michael, you want to say something?
1: No, I was just going to say one one thing I will say. I mean, we're talking about sort of Creswell and Chapman and Honeyman and all these players. And, you know, uh, again, the one pre-season I've been to Dartford, Creswell was exceptional. But again, it's a conference staff team or National League staff, so you can't look overly too much in it. Um, but one thing... That Harry, you slightly touched on, and Nick, you you did earlier on as well, when you said about the report of the um, Ipswich game, from things I am, am seeing from a few people on Twitter and social media. Um, yes, a fo- I, everyone knows how much I like phobia. I think Fogba is an excellent player. Um, same as potential Fleming's got the goals he scored. Fury looks exciting. But it seems to me, from what I'm reading at the moment, we're still struggling as a squad in that final third. And would just one striker get us those goals. I know you say that they've got the potential for the 2030 goal season, Harry, which which to have, I mean, um, what's his name? A got, what, 13 last season, 14 last season? Yeah,
2: Bradshaw
1: season? got 12. Yeah, you, however many he got. But um but you, you, it's it's the same you could have anyone up front, you're not getting them, you could have Messi up front, you're not giving him the ball, you're not getting the goals. So do 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 we have enough just with Honeyman being a workhorse to really deliver in that final third? Because from what again I'm seeing on the socials there's still a little bit of a question mark. Well, we
0: well, don't sort of, sort of
2: Sorry,
1: I was going to say I just don't think we know what to
2: do in the final third. Our creatives, we 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 sort of built. This is the thing with the Millwall you know, Millwall problem, is that if Fleming's a ten, then if it, what type of ten is he? Is he a ten that? Drifts, picks the ball up and scores by himself, or is he a ball playing ten that puts people in behind? If he's a a ball playing ten that he puts people in behind, I've not seen any of them on Fleming, so I don't know. All I've seen is that highlights package that went round when we signed him. Now, if he's a if he's a ball playing in behind player, Mill don't have a striker that plays on the shoulder that runs in behind. We haven't had one of those for years. I mean, I can't even remember the last one we had that did that. Um So you, Lee to Gregory, probably. Yeah, but Gregory would miss a one-on-one, so you didn't really want him running one-on-one, did you? Um, <laughs> I mean, that was his fucking worst facet of his game, was the thing that he'd done. I mean, um, a,
0: phobia, a phobia is if you give him the right service. I mean, he's he scored goals so far in, in the friendlies. Um, we've said already that he was our top scorer last season. I think a lot of um, a lot of hope is being invested on the likes of Zian and and Benick. And, I'd, and sign Le-
2: I'd sign Lewis Grabham on the free. That's me Lewis. being honest. <laughs> I'd bury Surely the hatchet. I'd fans. If he gets us to the Premier League, I will oh bury, oh the fucking bury the and hatchet. Him on the hatchet. I'll the fucking the hatchet on the tour of Beaumont Sea, right? Well, this is, this is, this is, this is business, lads. This is the (laughs)
0: woke show, as as Neil says, (laughs) so I'd have him back, but I'm not sure the, uh, that the paying public would be quite so keen, but then, you know, they've got to get over these things, because it was a fucking
2: long time ago. (laughs) It was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, all right. It
0: wasn't very long.
2: He scores goals for fun at this level. Like, this is, this is the thing, right? is he's on a free transfer. There's no fucking fee involved. Sign him for one year and fuck him off at the end, right? If he don't work, it don't work. But he is, in between those two posts, he will get you goals. That ball It'd will be a free, real love and right? we've got the half main, the lead squad.
0: Lewis Grabben, possibly. The main, thing is, possibly. Oh, no, yeah.
2: the
1: oh, main thing is, what a laugh it would be, eh?
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> as well, for, for pure comedy value, it'd be great. I mean, this is the thing. Would you rather take him or would you rather take this... Sims that we're linked with that we've never seen in the championship. I mean, I know nothing
0: of him, just looking at the story here Ellis Sims, 21 year old from Everton. But I mean, other than the fact he plays for a Premier League outfit, I mean, I, I, I've never exactly. heard of him, so I you know. I, 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 this is not a show where we pretend listening. I've never heard of the boy, so he might if he was that.
2: Remember when Pep said they are us a favor? What's that yeah. favor? Because I haven't seen it yet. I mean, I don't know if this is one of these, you know. Pep's Peps like goes in the kebab shop and calls you called Gary Rowett boss man and then fucked (laughs) off. That
0: (laughs) was was as good as it gets, I think. Um, Yeah, who who knows? We'll we'll see. I mean, certainly Rowett. When when we were speaking to him after the game on Wednesday, he was hinting that one or two signings are hoped for. Um, We'll see. if you recording this on the Monday, listeners, you by the time you get to hear it, maybe more news on that front. Um once one thing I did I had to laugh. I mean in fact, Michael, you've picked it out already. There's a story on the uh news at Den, um where we're we're hoping to improve our higher pressing this season. Um and wonderful line. I I I just love this line that um Mill had this is by Alex Jones. Uh, if you're listening, Alex. Mill uh, the Lions had quite a high PPDA passes per defensive action last season. I mean, what the fuck is that, boys? I mean as, as a metric, what the
2: fuck is that?
0: <laughs> a PPDA.
2: Okay, okay right. my, 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 that I'm going to repeat
0: my gag. My gag on the on the group chat was a high PPDA. Is the kind of thing I take tablets for now, listeners. So um, I've never heard of that one. Have you, Harry? You're you're in all this kind of stuff. Aren't you?
1: Yeah, I have PPDA. heard of it. It's, it's, you're into it's, all that shit, <laughs> Harry. Yeah. I'm into all that <laughs>
2: shit, right? But that 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 right. So, like, literally, if I used it for the girls, right? If I used it for the girls, it mean fuck all because basically. It's a statistic. It's not that important because if you looked at the teams that were 15 places, like the, there's 15 better teams than us, and some of those finish below us. So if it was an you've literally nicked
1: what I said to make yourself look intelligent. Thanks. No,
2: but it's a, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't bring up the stat. You did say that. I'm. I'm nicking your point. You not well, we're, we're,
0: we're ranked in the bottom half of the PBDA league right. table. So, I really hope we, we can finish. win that, that, that league. Blimey, that'd be me Where did good, we finish?
2: Ninth, right? So does it I fucking know. matter? No, it don't, right? <laughs> What's the most important thing in football? <laughs> Winning the ball back, chances created, and the amount you're running. Because if you run more, you tend to, in the championship, you tend to retain the ball more, right? So yes, we'll need workhorses. Also, the Dens of Fortress. Also, we need to score more goals and don't concede. These are football fundamentals. Anything more than that is overcomplicating the fucking thing. Also, if you press higher, and people play through the press, you can see goals, because our two centre-backs, two or three, depending on what we play, are not particularly quick. So if you get in round the sides of Millwall, wall, we're fucked, right? That is, that is what it is. So by <laughs> pressing higher, you leave more opportunity for people to exploit the space in behind you, right? So don't fucking press too high, right? It should be a mid-block.
0: That's well, we're trying to awesome, improve man. on all that. So um, I'm really hoping we see some progress up the PPDA table, Michael. Oh,
1: yeah. I, the, the, the thing is, is that, I don't, don't get me wrong, right? Well, we, we, we've got, it's, it's, that, it's the old saying, Nick, is it? Like, me and you are both old. I'm helping you out here, Harry, oh, yeah, who's never, no. who's, who off, who off, <laughs> off recording has never heard of John Motson. Um, tweet, <laughs> no, no, no! That. I
2: have heard <laughs> the and I'm not using. I'm not having that, right? I'm just saying he was <laughs> the voice of my childhood football. My voice of my childhood football was keys and grey because I am of the nineties, right? That's right.
1: Anyway, back to P P D A Y. But um, so this is the lies, damn lies, and their statistics. Similar example Of a young fellow I'm having a chat with at work at the moment, who's a Liverpool obsessed man, typical Liverpool fan. Apparently, Van Dyke has never lost a game. Uh-oh, I'm in the league for five years. It means fuck all because they've only won one league, right? Similis PPDA. You can Alex Jones. Welcome to the club. I'm sure you're a lovely fella. Um, and not that, <laughs> not Yeah. And and I know you, you said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> We've
0: never met him,
1: Harry. Come on. I'm we're joking. judging him on one, one metric. I've never Give heard PPDA. I'm purely joking. That's purely... Give him joking. till Christmas. <laughs> then tell him to fuck off. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> joking. But but what I will say is, though, that there's an article to start, and it is a bit like, you know, like in the club, and the club wanted to prove PPDA and all this, but like we say, like, like we we, we, were one of the, we were one of the worst in the league for PPDA, if not the worst, but in the final game of the season, we was. One result away from being in the top six, and you know maybe getting in the Premier League. You know, as we said, fifteen teams bigger names than us were better than us at it, but yeah. have ended up. At least three of them have gone down. You know, so so it, it's a stat where, like you say, Harry, you, and and do you know what, it's it's the classic football thing as well, Nick. Like, I mean, I know football's obviously changed when I was a bit younger. I sound like a right old man. I'm only thirty-five. It's changed. It's changed when you was younger as well, uh, but. How many times in when you're playing Sunday League, you'd, you'd sort of you'd play a ball long, the back line would have it. You'd be two nil up, and it'd be like, well, what's the point? Of pressing them with two nil up; they've got to bring the game. They to us. It. Yeah, they can't I mean, it. yeah, what's the point? What's I'm the point? intrigued
0: by our and 1998 side that won the won the division two and got promoted to the first division. What their passes, by the defensive action would have been because it was mostly one straight down the middle. Get after uh, it. Re- you know, know what? what? I
2: reckon fucking. <laughs> <but, laughs> Basically, give it to Neil Harris, let Neil Harris run off the left-hand side, cut inside on the right, on his right foot, and bend it top corner. I don't know what that is in, in pressing,
1: but that Do you know what I reckon mean, happened, Harry, a few years ago? A few years ago, I reckon Heather Rabat, Peter is the was name that round and they went. Do you know why we went down this season? No, it wasn't employing Spackman, Donaghy, and Tuttle and Colin <laughs> Lee. It was because we had a poor PPDA
0: passes per defensive action. Listeners, there you are. You hear it here first. So just to run through some of the other news. I mean, obviously the other news of the week, so to speak. But Billy Mitchell signed a new contract and made a den, new new uh, extension to his contract. That's that's good news in my opinion. I like Billy. One of our own. Um, We remain to see if there's any unfolding developments on the Danny Mac front. I think I've touched on that before. It's a strange little story in a way.
2: Yeah, I think I can see players leaving. Can anyone else?
0: This Late business. I mean, we're staring down the last week of this season. I don't know. I mean, I think
2: I get the feeling there could be some lones. I get, I get the feeling that people. Oh yeah, 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 low young, low young, or... young players.
1: I don't think you'd see. Oh, many you're, well, Alex
0: Mitchell. I think I've read. Um, yeah. the defender. Uh, He's at Orient last season. I don't know where, where he might be going, but he, he seems destined for the, for the for the outdoor. And I mean, we've mentioned it when I was speaking to Neil on Friday. Isaac uh, Alofi, to Tanto. Um, who knows? Um, you know, he was unlucky to hit the post the night, but he didn't really so show much in, in his outfield play.
2: Anyone want to leak in any potential championship, League One, League Two, or conference uh, clubs for George Evans to fuck off to? Anyone, anyone want to <laughs> do that? <laughs> For me, please.
1: <laughs> Apparently, he's had an all right preseason.
2: <laughs> he was
0: all that's right. He, well, he, 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 he was play, he, he played a little bit on. Um,
2: so what? So what? Millwall, Wednesday. Millwall midfiend, midfielder Midfielder, you dropping fucking George Evans? Well, I, I that's,
0: wouldn't. That's draw, I, would, I would. I would have him on the bench for the five. Fleming late in the um, late in the game. Fleming play uh, Evans as your
2: ten. Uh, <laughs> Ev, Evans is probably on about eight grand a week and worth about two grand a week. That's the fucking that that's again. I mean, we got rid of Kifton Bill. So next season's job is to get rid of George Evans. So let's let's start that now. I've, I'm holding the fact that I basically cunted Ryan Woods off for two years <laughs> as the reason. You end. think that was a deciding um, factor? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking credit for that one. So I mean. And, and Tunnicliffe, because they've all gone on. Everyone tells me about what I'm talking about, but they've all gone on to have stellar championship careers. All they? I'm going to say
0: on. on our influence Go. listeners is, is uh, you know, the world of podcasting is, is can, can be an ego trip for some, but not for me, because when I did finally get to meet. Gary Rowett after the game on, on Wednesday he thought I was Dan from Lions TV. So um, the show shows how far our Fucking fame hell. our fame extends. So did you he um,
2: like picked up a, slam, a salmon and slapped you around the face? Of it? Or did you? <laughs> did you, did I, you did I don't, you take I don't it mind.
0: All I don't mind, Dan. He does a different things what we do. But that's just, anyway, that, so uh, n- never ever, um, you know, believe your own publicity as well. Billy Tyler
2: stand sort of off to the right <laughs> hand side. So just with a, when actually- No, Mac,
0: Mac, like, Max, I'm Max and Billy. They're, 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 good. they're good boys. Achtung,
1: Achtung, mail-ball. Mail-ball.
0: No one likes us. Clothing is the clothing range designed by Millwall fans for Millwall fans. Caps. T-shirts, polos, they've got it all. Visit us.co.uk for the full range. Or if you're in Bermondsey on a match day, why not have a pint in the Blue Anchor pub and pick up a Nolu polo shirt? Nolu clothing at us.co.uk Achtung,
1: Mailball. It is the
0: prediction season. I've already been contacted twice over now by um, Live Score. I've not hadn't yeah. heard them. They're an app, apparently, and they wanted my thoughts on the 22-23 season. And then also Richard Corley. Uh, they're, they're all very similar questions. But I thought I'd bounce you two with the questions and just get us to uh, consider the fairly standard questions that these these magazines and, and apps uh, look for um, listeners. So point, this is this uh, is the Live Score. Um, questions to me, which I have replied to, and they'll be online shortly. Nothing very revelatory, listeners, so don't get too excited over my, my comments. But first question then um, for for Michael and, and for Harry. Michael, did 2021 go the way that you expected it to at Millwall? Did, well, did you get what you expected last season, mate?
1: I actually think results and table-wise, we finished better than I thought we would have done.
0: Finished um, ninth, definitely. didn't we, in the yeah. end. Uh, well, Harry, did you get what you expected last season?
1: No, I suppose with the
2: benefit of hindsight, we done better than what I thought we would do. However disappointing that is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, my, my reply to, cause it's a good question, but, but I think for anyone outside the Millwall bubble, it would have, it was a good finish in the end. And we went to Bournemouth on the last day still in with a, an outside shout of with other results. And I accept that, it, you know, that, that's not beyond your control. But to be still in with a shout of play or football on the last day was a very good achievement in the end for the club. But mixed into that strange season was some pretty dire um spells of football, losing streaks and, you know, streaks where we couldn't buy a win or couldn't score a goal and, and so on. But then you have other, other bits where we played, some decent football, and and you know we were getting some Ws in 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 the, in the uh, results column. So, um, the question was, did what did it go the way that I expected? And I I I kind it kind of did go the way that I expected because I kind of expect us to have good bits and bad bits. And I'm kind of expecting it again this season. Um, I think we'll go close at the end of this season, but I don't I do think it's going to be a bumpy road to get there. 'Cause that's Millwall. We never dominate, do we? We we have good phases and then we have less good phases. A spot on. Stun Yeah, I mean, I don't
2: want to I don't wanna jump the gun because they're questions. So I'm sort of I'm I'm thinking I, I I don't know if I expect different this season. That would be my question. Well this own is the next question.
0: Thing. What what yeah. are your expectations for twenty two twenty three? I mean Harry, what's your expectations for this season? expectations oh, oh, oh. not um what do expect- you, I don't know, it's the difference between what do you think is going to happen and what's, what do you expect to happen do you know the subtle okay. difference
2: so expectations playoffs it has to be um you can't spend your money. Yeah, I- Millwall you will have done without uh, having that as an expectation there are other clubs with bigger budgets but mills probably percentage that we've spent compared to what we have done recently this is I think you mentioned it before. A bit like when we when we spent money to get promoted to the old first division. This feels a little bit like that. Um, mm, yeah. Whether that happens or not, uh in the great
0: the great gig in the sky, isn't it? Yeah I,
2: yeah. I think I think we have to. I think this season, because of the World Cup in the middle, when we normally pick up sort of October November time, we normally have a really bad start. Where we normally we look at ourselves in October, we're like seventeenth. And then we pick up and build November, December. Normally you have a sell then crowd on the back of sort of five wins on the bounce into Christmas, um, which we're not going to get this year. So I think we, <laughs> need to, we need to start really with our Christmas in, I know that sounds weird, but we need our Christmas in August. We need to go bang, 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 maybe win five or six at the first 10, maybe at the first eight really. And if Mill were in the top 10 come that break, that's when I expect Millwall to do something that they're not very good at, yeah. which is to spend money in January um, to, to make the decisions or maybe get more loans, maybe go back to Man City in January and look for someone. Uh, to make a decisive
0: that. play in the transfer. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, think, I yeah. think
2: you cannot continue to do what Millwall have done, which is be on the edge and not get there. There's a difference between expecting us to win the playoffs, then get to the playoffs. I think getting to the playoffs... Will be a massive achievement in itself, whatever happens there, it's a lottery. Um, but I, I think the expectation has to be that we get to the playoffs.
0: I, I, I agree, Michael. I mean, was, on the back of I mean, I think it's three seasons now since Gary Rowett came to the club, we've been a consistent um top is it top 12 or top 11? I can't remember. We've we finished in that, in that top echelon of the table. On the back of that. I mean, I would agree with Harry. My expectation must be playoff football at the end of uh, come come May or whenever they play the playoffs this season. What do you mm. expect out of it? 22-23, mate.
1: Um, in truth, without putting a sort of Dan on what you two have just said, because I tend to be the more popular one out of our uh, of our group. You are, you're
0: Mister, to... Mister, you're Mister, uh, you know, popularity. I mean,
1: Mr. <laughs> yeah. I'm Mister Blue Sky. <laughs> ELO. E- that that's my life. That song. <laughs> um
0: it's harry they'll dig out <laughs> yeah
1: but I'm, i i expect a similar do you know what it's weird i expect a similar season to last year however where we were you you, you guys expect a top six finish which is absolutely fine. well that's
0: what i would expect based on the, yeah, yeah, of the, course, the of track course. record and the spending yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. but i would expect a similar season to last year, but whereas, let's be brutally honest, I wouldn't say it was a fluke, but a lot of people didn't write as, as favourites or with any real chance of getting in the playoffs. I expect us to be one of the ones who, on the last day of the season, would be like, do you know what, if we if we win our last game, we'll, we'll, we'll sort of get into it. So we'll always be sort of knocking on the door of the playoffs. Rather than being a cert for the playoffs, like a 4 4 fifth. I expect us to be realistically, one of the contenders for that top six. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Whereas last Do you feel like sixth to, th-
2: six to twelfth, i.e. in that I would card. say,
1: I think, whereas last year, we was sort of around, I know we, we like, last day of the season, we was like seventh, eighth, but it was like but they're not really going to make it unless things go their way kind of things. I expect us with two, three games to be at a position where
0: we'll in get into the hands.
1: top six. It's in our own hands, exactly. Exactly.
0: I, I think I think I I I think both I, I I agree with both um comments so far. I think I probably expect it to be a similar season as last year. I think we'll have good times and bad times. I think probably what I'm expecting is that we get close to it only this time we get there. We get into that sixth spot. We don't just miss out, which is the kind of story of a few seasons now where we've got close. But just haven't had the um the, ammu- bad enough. the ammunition to get into yes. it. Yeah. I
2: expect I expect patience to be less as well. I expect from, the, crowd. Be- from the from yes, the crowd. Yes. Absolutely. I expect there has been times in the last three years, well actually all of Gary Rowett's tenure, there have been times where Jeb Wallace has basically hauled wall. Well carried, he's carried the
0: club, yeah. I mean into, in terms of performance. winning games now, or drawing games when we didn't a, deserve absolutely. it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And and that person which people, you know, as soon as Jed left to go to West Brom, I saw it come out, and the, the lack of understanding. And I'm not digging people out because, you know, every everyone's got their got their sort of football blindness. Your your everyone looks at football in different ways. You have your own con- unconscious and conscious biases that just by We're one name.
0: We are getting very woke, right? in
2: this show. Um no. I think it's fair to accept that. I've always put hard work over creativity because that's a Millwall trait that I hold very dear. I think that you can't get anything in the world without hard work, so I no, always put agreed. that as a higher, as agreed. a higher basis of what I want a Millwall player to be. And that term and all as well annoys people. But I think that if Millwall starts slow after spending the amount of money we do, and we get to that Christmas break which is, I can't even remember what week that is, but is that end of November or whatever it is? I think
0: we break for, they break in uh, about, it's about the 10th of November. And I think the football comes back, our football, the uh, championship comes back about the something like the 10th of December. It's probably not that, but it's a So,
2: a, a, a so I period. think if Millwall are anything lower than sort of 10th, maybe 12th and points away, and we haven't really done very well into that break, I can see Millwall fans coming back and it being a very long winter for Mr Rowitt Because football clubs, he's now the second longest serving football manager, I think, in the Football League. I think that might be wrong. I get the feeling that he's been there. He's, he'll years. be up there, yeah. will I mean, be up there, so But early, I think yeah. it is him. I think there's one other that's longer than him. But football club, you don't get people stay at football clubs three, four, five years anymore. Um, And no, he has been successful, no. and I'm not saying that he hasn't, but he will be damned by his own success in the sense that if you spend money and it goes wrong, they will be paying for his blood because that's football now, unfortunately, for Mr Rowling. But I, I don't expect it to go that way. I generally do think this season could be the season. You know, I'd love us to blow us all out the water and fucking finish first. That would be amazing, you know. That's the
0: next live score question in a a way, Harry. So I think you've kind of answered that. So, Michael, what, how their question to us is, how is the mood around the club in general? I mean, I I think I agree with Harry that it's actually fairly optimistic. Do you feel optimistic going into 22-23?
1: Um... Again, this is me being long in the tooth. Um, I, re, over, what I like about being, since being under Gary Rowett is, I like the fact that when we're in the championship, we never realistically look like we're going to go down. Um, no, I don't think we stand, struggle. I, yeah. oh, no, not and struggling. that's what I'm saying. And, and, and that, does, that doesn't mean that I... Not for any
0: long, length of time, anyway. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. yeah. And, and that that doesn't mean that I'm happy with the sort of mid-table finish or finishing 14th. But, you know, under Jacket and Harris, she was always looking over your shoulder. Um, but I, yeah, yeah, I mean the optimism at Millwall at the moment is probably the the most that I've seen for for or quite high for quite a long time. I mean I know that I know that you you do get to sort of you've had a few of the jokey things where People go, oh, like we we've signed Fleming and that's promotion, or you know that kind of thing that you're, seeing, you know, the sort of thing you're seeing. Yeah, yeah HMS pissed the league, yeah, all that kind yeah, of. Yeah, HMS pissed league and all that. But what what I'm saying is though, Harry, is that when realistically over the last few years, have you seen people go? Do you know what we might, and, and like you two, you two as well, in, in the nicest possible way, Nick? You've seen Millwall changes at, over a lot of years, Harry. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as long as Nick, obviously, but you've seen it as well. But I think it's the first. Season that I've known you to, that we've actually been like, you know what, we might actually do it this year, and I'm, 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 we might actually make that top six. Yeah, yeah being be realistic with yeah. it. Well, I'll yeah. be honest.
2: I think it's the most optimistic I've been in the champ since probably wise probably like oh three oh four. Yeah, yeah, Like that that season. Yeah. That season. If you go back and look at that season, that's the season that fuck the FA Cup uh, fuck the FA Cup off, and we get. We would have probably made the top six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I th- I think so. I think that side was good enough. The injuries killed us in the end. Yeah, I mean, playing Marvin Elliott, bless him, at fucking right back in a cup final shows how fuck we were. Um, so yeah, I I think in depth wise and quality wise, in certain positions, we're as good as that side. Um, as football changed, probably as are their teams with bigger budgets. There are there are also a lot of batshit crazy teams in this division, which helps us massively because a solidly. A, a, a club that's run like decently, no real madness off the off the pitch apart from us, really, as a fan base. But other than that, like the business side's very solid and the manager's pretty solid. You know, you compare us to a Birmingham or a Burnley, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, like they're
0: basket there, case clubs, aren't they? Which they're or or, or
1: even, us, even, but... even Watford, to a degree, you know, you yeah. know, Watford, if, if it doesn't work for six weeks, they set their manager yeah. exactly. So, I'm I'm looking
2: at you know, I've looked at that not the top 20 pod and the second tier podcast and all that. And they've, they've seen the, I mean, they've got Cardiff finishing above us, which I can't see in a month of Sundays. Um, I watched Marlon Romeo for a number of years, as we all have. And he is not a championship right back that's going to finish in the top six. I'm very sorry. He's defensively not good enough to do that, um, and they're putting him as their starting right. I, I, it's not digging just Marlon Romeo out, but I'm looking at you know, you're looking at other clubs, and I'm looking at teams. They're starting eleven, and I don't think they're better than us. You know, it will no, be down no, I mean, to, my, my, I, there I, are I, there will be a club that blow us away. You know, Norwich will probably go to Carrow Road on that Friday night and lose because we haven't won there since the invention of Anglo-Saxon tablets <laughs> of of yesteryear. But you know, it's it's not. Say, I'm not a, I don't fear anyone. The teams that come down don't worry me. No, massively. I'm optimistic.
0: I, I I, think much will depend, particularly in the second half of the season. I mean, you, you've said it already, Harry. Um, I think much will depend on our goal-scoring abilities. Um, how often can we find the back of the net, which sounds a bit trite when you say it. But that will come into play. Um, so I don't think we'll struggle. Um, there's absolutely no reason why our, our side should be... Um, you know, looking downwards at any at any stage. Um, it's just how far up from mid-table we can seriously get if we can or we can't score goals. That's going to be where the, the season think, turns for me.
2: I think it's important how important our set pieces will be this season. I think across that back, that defensive unit, you can see sort of us getting 20 goals from the back, the defenders. Um I think you you should expect Coopers to get five just because of his height and uh, his heading ability. Hutchinson, Murray Waddis pops, always pops up with a few. Malone can hit one. You know, you've got to expect probably 20. Creswell, um, you know. Creswell gets up well. Gets up well. And Shackleton you know, played under a, a, under Bielsa in terms of getting up and down the pitch, he can't be a mug, you know what I mean? You mentioned
0: um, this to uh, to Neil on Friday and I don't know if you boys always read the same, but I just really loved seeing Jake's, it's it's evident that Jake loves it at Millwall. He, he did an interview where he said he really likes being at the den. I'm sure he's a player that could attract interest, but he just loves playing for Millwall. And I think <laughs> I'm so grateful he's such a good player and he just loves it at Millwall. And, that, you know, I, that, that's what you want, isn't it?
2: I get the feeling that Jake Cooper could not, that you know, that that possibly could not happen, but I generally think he's going to end up in sort of the top five mil all time appearances. You can just see him. He just seems to know. love it. Yeah. I mean, well, here. And I'm the, the same quite as Sean
0: Hutchinson area as well. He seems to love
2: it. at the Yeah. Well, which I, is, which is I, great. I, I also feel like this could be, this could be an important season for Murray Wallace actually madly, even though he's player of the year last season. I think the fact that we've, brought players in, and I think the balance of the defence, the defence, if I'm sitting and comparing our defence this season compared to last season, I think there'll be more competition for places, and I also think that, weirdly, we've, we can play, the, the The lovely thing is with the five subs, and the lovely thing is with the depth we've now got across all positions, you know, I used to take the piss that he loved a centre midfielder, we had like eight centre midfielders at the club at one point, and that's sort of gone now that we've got midfielders, not just centre midfielders, we've got like a decent set yeah. in all positions it's only really up front that we're light in terms of just embodying at the moment rather. let's let's,
0: yeah, let's, absolutely. See, what we, let's but, see what we get
2: but realistically you know for a Millwall squad you know this is a very good Millwall squad and and you know we, had, we haven't even touched on the fact that the goalkeeper I don't give a fuck what anyone tells me I'm saying now he's the best shot stopper in the division without oh, fucking that. Absolutely. Uh, I'm he just, I'm just not having it any other streets. way. He can't play with his feet. That is the only thing that matters. And there is a fascination of giving goalkeepers who can't play with their feet now, not the respect that they deserve. As a gonna, goalkeeper, as a shot stopper, he is fantastic and worth 12 points a year. I I'm going to twist the, twist
0: the final question uh, on my list is slightly. Uh, Michael, who, who do you anticipate being your player of the season next season, very early to be saying this out. But this, that's the fun of the uh, of the summertime. And who do you think is going to be your player of the season next season?
1: It's got to be Honeyman, isn't it? Like, Honeyman's is an obvious choice, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, from what you're seeing. Um, that or uh, do you know what? Let's give him a bit. Let's give him a uh, give him more unnecessary pressure. Fleming. Sure. Fleming. Yeah. I'd love it
0: if it was Zion Fleming. I'd, I think I'd, it's going to be Bradshaw. You're going for Bradshaw? H?
1: Mm. I
2: think Bradshaw's going to get twenty goals this season.
0: Cool. That's, That's a bold, shot. bold, bold talk. I went. He was honeymoon. injured. He got 12 last honeymoon. season,
2: and he was injured for a lot of the time. And he wasn't when he started to form, He got injured, and then he started to get fit again. And then the season ended. And I think that he's a player that looks better the more he plays for us, and really, really
0: he does benefits. have a real partnership with Bennick. They, they they're mates off the, off the pitch. And again, I'm only going by the one game I've seen, listeners. So take my uh, views with a pinch of salt or two pinches of salt. Um, they, they do seem to work well with each other, and I think it will be a crucial front two. Um, we do need to start getting goals on a scale that we didn't last season. Be, I'd, I'd love it if, if Bradshaw you know, made a good return this if he season. Stays,
2: if he stays fit, he will get 20 goals, I think, because I generally believe that we are... That the high-pressing and stuff suits the front two. The idea of that is to get them to... They both score goals. If you actually look at where they score their goals from, they score their goals from basically in, in front of the box. If you're looking at uh, from in front of goal, they're not really like... They don't beat people and, and take them on. I mean, obviously Bradshaw scored that one at Luton and I think Bennett got another one that I can't remember who it was against, but I think it was at the Den from outside the box. But they're rarities. They they are in-the-box finishers and they're deadly in the box and we need to get the ball to them earlier inside that box with less players there. So that's why the press has come into it, basically.
0: I'm going to um, bounce you now, Michael. Uh, I'm nicking I'm questions from Richard Cawley, who also emailed me for um, you know, the, the kind of pre-season questions. Who's going to go up from the Championship this season? Who are your three teams that get promoted come
1: um, oh. like May
0: 2023? You've got to choose three.
1: I will go with Norwich.
0: Yeah. West Brom. Yeah.
1: And Millwall. Ooh. Yeah, just just
2: just, like just, just 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 to be a bit.
0: Just, I like uh, it. A, I like yeah. it. I like it. I like it. Harry, gimme three. West Brom champions.
2: Yep. <sighs> Mill will promote you through the playoffs. Because <laughs> and we, who cares about second? <laughs> who and, says
0: he? Who says he's miserable? He's, he's really optimistic. It's lovely to see it.
2: And second, no, I think <laughs> I think we will. I generally think if we get in the playoffs, we'll win. i that is that is that is. I've always said our hardest bits getting there. I think in one off games, the then we'll beat people at that. Then on if we finish sixth, whoever finishes third, whoever that is, right, will crumble because it will be a sellout and it will be horrible. And it won't it won't be horrible like it's been horrible. For years, it will be Huddersfield properly, levels properly. Yeah, of properly, fucking properly, so. biblical nonsense. Um, not, yeah, um, Chance You said, yeah. No, I agree, probably Norwich. But I th- wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be really nice, right? Wouldn't it be really nice for the championship? If we're doing nicely. Wouldn't it be nice if it was West Brom Luton and Millwall? Wouldn't it just be nice to see... No, I bet the Premier League would love... love you know, do,
1: you know one, do you know one thing I will find funny? Can you imagine if you do get promoted in the EFL, go to the Premier League? Your problem now.
2: Yeah, literally put a press, <laughs> result, a press release out game. Kenilworth Road is your fucking problem, and as is fucking Millwall now. And they'd have to do
0: one of those compilation that. videos showing all the glamour locations which would include Kenilworth Road and Zampa. Yeah, you
2: know, um, when they do the... Um, when they do the Squire VT for the start of the season, they do the new sort of infographics and they get like, they go around <laughs> switch club. I bet, the fucking, I bet the Premier League, like, match of the day, all that shit just spins round across the top. I bet they literally show
1: the dead no, like no, no, be, you, no, 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 that will be. That will be. No, no, no. You know, like, on Match of the Day, they do those really nice graphics at the moment. It's they got, zoom
0: like, in got, from satellite yeah. level, don't they? Down yeah, level, yeah. Level, and, level.
1: and it's got, like, the sort of, like, the magpies flying from the Newcastle nu- <laughs> and all that. It will show a fucking massive fish, for Zampa fish. It won't <laughs> show sw- the dead
0: Incidentally, on a warm night, it smelt strong the other night as I walked past
1: there. <laughs> You know,
2: you know the best thing about that would be is that obviously because Chelsea have got, still got that fucking lion on their badge, even though they're called the Blues, but we won't go into trademarks. We'll leave that for when they sort their ownership out of, you know, redacted, redacted, redacted. Um, it would be quite nice if they, they try and give us, give us the lion sort of standing in the middle of the den or whatever on top and then moulds that lion on the top of the Premier League trophy because that's the fucking closest we're ever going to get to it. But I mean, that's about it.
0: I went for Norwich, well, I didn't choose champs, I just went Norwich City, I thought West Brom were going to do it. And I also went for Millwall, this is... We're fucking stupid, don't we? I, I, we, <laughs> are
2: stupid. we
0: are we are, we are, we are blind, blind faith. Podcast, yeah. I went Mill, Millwall and I chose a last minute Zian Fleming spectacular at Wembley to win it and provoke ecstasy on the terraces. So uh, another, yeah, another Wembley
1: pitch invasion.
2: No, you, it, know, it, you know what, right? You know what, we're all we're all joking about it, but honestly, I don't think my fucking nerves could take us in the championship playoffs. <laughs> I'm being totally honest with you now. I don't like remember the fucking last time when we were in League One. They put that graphic up with that guy with yeah, a heart yeah, rate of yeah. two hundred and fucking two. If feet we
0: get, get in the playoffs, Harry. We'll do a special show. Harry's on the psychiatrist's couch. It'll be a whole hour and a half of Harry talking through his anxieties. For the playoffs,
1: (laughs) we've got um, you can just imagine Mike Hayden with a really big cigar, kind of. Mike Hayden Hayden will turn
2: up to Wembley (laughs) with literally a humidor (laughs) that he will carry around all day and be handing them out at full time like it's nothing. Um, we've got those, um, we've got those badges for the um, vests for the girls, what the players wear, yeah. And I think I might have to nick one for the playoff final so I can do a live reading to make sure I don't need to go and find St. John's ambulance.
0: There you go, listeners. We've got we've got it all carved out. We've got last minute Wembley winners. Mill getting promoted to the Premier League. This is why you're <laughs> tuning into this show. Five later. on Saturday. It's like.
1: Uh, cut,
2: cut this now. Nine months later, fucking last. Out of this this will be used as evidence,
0: evidence against us in a court yeah, of law. Nine months, nine oh, months later, when
2: we're, in, we're next May, and we've got Mill we will face a do or die relegation special, and you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember before the season oh, when we were are. saying we're going to be in
0: the playoffs? Just another yeah. manic Monday, listeners. Thank you, Harry, for coming on the show, daytime, and thank you, Michael.
1: Pleasure as always, Nick. Thank you. No problem. Thank you, listener. Sorry thank for you the to board, you it. too,
0: dear listeners, and um, yeah, we'll see we'll
2: We're going to win the fucking league, lads! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to, Achtung, Millwall, please do leave a review at Apple Podcasts. Danke schon.